Jake Knapp is the inventor of the design sprint and the New York Times bestselling author of the book Sprint. He's also the co-founder of Character, a venture fund for early stage startups. How and why did you start using Miro? I came from this position of thinking, I don't want to be doing stuff online to thinking now when I do a sprint in person with a company, it's like, we're going to use Miro, even though we're all in the same room, because that's a better way for us to get this work done. As an investor, we're basically investing in their ability to solve problems. We're saying, we think this group of people is going to be able to solve a problem in a really great way and create value by doing it. And actually, you need to give people the tools that can help them make decisions, help them collaborate, help them visualize and see things in a different way. And Miro does all those things. So to me, at least as an investor, I'm thinking, give the team the tools that are going to help them think, that are going to make the most brighten their, their skills as smart folks. And Miro is at the top of that list. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. <gasps> I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a v-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself, people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear, I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x enter the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details hi i'm francis callier and i'm angela v shelton we are frangela and welcome to the final word! The final word with Frangela! The final word. 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 You know what? You You're know about what? to say it is the week. I know. I know because we were doing micro idiots we, in that for mood. two days, and yeah. then I was in that mold, guys. Welcome well, to a fantastic day. I, wow, I, we were we, dragging it out, waiting for it, and it's Kamala. <laughs> I'm fluttering on the ceiling right now. I'm excited because I really thought we were going to we're about to have uh, Susan Rice, which, which I would have been which, mad. Which is really good. No, no, no shade, no, no shade, shade on the Susan Rice. But I'm uh, much uh, more excited. excited about Kamala. <laughs> Kamala. You know what? Let us 
And you know, I'm really hoping for a secretary of um, housing and urban development yes. or, or something like that in um, a Stacey Abrams. Absolutely. Absolutely. For those of you who don't know about, let me, let me introduce you to your potential new vice president. I'm going to say your vice president. Yes. And hopefully your first African-American woman, South Asian American President. The first woman in the office of the executive should have been Hillary. I'm letting it go. This is, I'm excited. Kamala D. Harris in 2017, she was sworn in as a United States Senator for California, our state. And as I said before, she's the second African-American woman and first South Asian-American Senator in history. Uh, she serves on the Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committees and uh, the Select Committee on Intelligence, the Committee on the Judiciary, and the Committee on the Budget. The bitch is busy. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, she grew up in Oakland. That's right. And uh, she had earned her undergraduate degree from Howard University. Hi. And uh, a law degree from the University of she California. AKA. She AKA. Uh, and uh, she completed two terms as the district attorney of San Francisco and was elected as the first African-American and first woman to serve as California's general attorney, attorney general, I'm sorry. And then just so you know, a couple of things she's done. She won a $25 billion settlement for California homeowners hit by the foreclosure crisis, defended California's uh, landmark climate change law, protected the Affordable Care Act, helped win marriage equality for all Californians, and prosecuted transnational gangs that trafficked in guns, drugs, and human beings. Okay? And she's married to Doug Emhoff. She's real. She real and is real. I love her her every I really do like her and and I'm very excited. I mean, I I this is something we can get that we are fired up about. I, I was concerned about Susan Rice. Yeah. I knew we were down to her and Kamala probably. And I was like the reality with Susan Rice is going to be not elected Benghazi. Uh, it's, which will drag Joe Biden down yes. into that discussion even more. You know, Kamala's got her own, you know, items that people are going to attack her for. But, but they're, they're going to do that with everybody. everybody. And let's be clear about We were talking about this before we started. Like, I, one of the critiques I get a little, th- these are important critiques. Your role as a prosecutor, it's the, it's the thing that got um, A.B. Klobuchar, I think, very quickly off of this list. Yes. But it's because the particular cops who yes. killed George Floyd, uh, Derek, Derek uh, uh, Chauvin. Chauvin, or Daryl, is it Daryl? Derek. Derek. See, it doesn't matter. Chauvin, the yeah, asshole. Chauvin, yeah, Chauvin, um, yeah. That she didn't prosecute him earlier. Yeah. Um, but the point is, I think that you look at where we're able to get in places, and mm-hmm. I feel like prosecutor is one of those positions that black women have gotten, been able to maybe get into because it's like proving your cred to the rest of the community in a way. Can I say this? I'm going to say it how I'm going to say, say it, Say it how you're going to say it. They'll let a black woman be a bitch. Mm-hmm. They'll let a black woman be in a position of strength and authority. And because, putting other black and putting, a, and, and putting the boot in Perceived on other black people. That's right. Whether or not that's will, the reality, whether or not, you, you know. can play Play that role. That's a role they'll let black women play. This is why it is. I am so. I was so. You know, it's hard out here. We, you know, hey, I don't. I don't need to talk about yesterday. I've journaled it. 
my feelings about where we're at. Right. Um, I look forward to the future presidencies of Elizabeth Warren, mm-hmm. of Stacey Abrams. Abrams. I Absolutely. look forward to these presidencies. Tammy uh, Duckworth. Tammy Duckworth. I look forward, and I'm very excited about this. It means, I can't tell you what it means. It's, it is, it's hard to express what it means to have. I will tell you the first time I smoked weed was because I finally gave up on the idea that I could ever be president. Right. And I'm not kidding. Like yeah. I hadn't smoked it in high school. I didn't, I hadn't, I was like, and then one day I went, Angela, that ain't, I'm never going to like no black woman. <laughs> Go ahead and smoke this joint. Totally. And the fact that that might not be true in my lifetime. I mean, I did not, you know, I didn't think they were going to like Barack Obama. That's right. Hey, it might, this is what, uh, you know, I look at this, you know, uh, it, uh, from my kid's perspective, she, the, the first president she knew was black. Mm-hmm. Now she's about to know a black female vice president. And then potentially she may put, have a black female president. Here's the thing. And, and this is Asian. why I say she's going to be, because this is what, and I feel like this is the thing we needed. We needed to be excited. Yes. We need it because they are coming after the post office, which I, for in my wildest imagination, of all the all the tomfoolery, chicanery, and stealing mm-hmm. that we knew they were going to do that anybody could anticipate. It. Ne- I never thought they'd go straight up for f- just screw up the mail. Absolutely. Like I never thought they'd go there. It didn't occur. So now we know that there's that. That's the fight we're in with people who are that down low and yep. cheaty. Um, on treasonous. So we need people to be excited. Well, I am excited and I hope you all are too. We bought our t-shirts. We, we have, Angela, <laughs> we couldn't even start. Angela was like, I gotta get a t-shirt! We gotta get the t-shirt! We gotta get lawn sites! We don't have lawns. Don't care! <laughs> Look like, at those white girl. girls who live in the front of the building and put it up. <laughs> don't think I won't go over there and be like, white girls. Can you put this up on your... They'll do it. They got their Black Lives Matters thing they out. Do. They They're do. They're very cool. They do. I was like, Angela, I don't have a lawn to put the lawn sign Doesn't matter. On. You got a window. She's like, you got a window? Put it in your window. I'm excited. And here's the deal. I get that there's going to be critique. I get... And there should be. And I get that people need to learn about these candidates. And I get the media's going to do what they do. And the Republicans and Trump are going to do what they do. But let's try not to do it to, to each ourselves. other. Let's try not to cannibalize ourselves. If you want to DM your concerns... Or if it's right to us at frangela08 at gmail.com, I would prefer that. Because I really feel like unity is the biggest thing we have against this disunifying force. Absolutely. Like, that is that is our strength, is in each other. Let's find it and use it. Yeah, let's not drill holes down into people. These are both... This is what's wonderful about Kamala, him choosing Kamala. These are both ca- uh, candidates that have been uh, vetted. And vetted, Thoroughly. and vetted, and vetted. We're not gonna get a grab him by the pussy from uh, no. about Joe Biden. You know she ain't heard Kamala. nothing from Rudy since this so-called trip to find dirt on yeah. um, Biden. And here's the thing: so they're going to have to lie, but we know they're lies. So what we need to do is hold ourselves and hold the media accountable for not spreading BS. Yes. A couple of things. I just want to make sure we take care of a, a, a little bit of it. We were so excited so about excited. Kamala. I just want to remind you all to purchase your link for the Sexy Liberal Virtual Tour 3. 
Do it now. At, at sexyliberal.com. We, uh, you can also still pick up Sexy Liberal 1 and 2 in the we recommend. Tour. We highly recommend it because there are, there are th- it's, it's developing. Yes, and it is. And you want to see the, the carrying through of themes and characters. Exactly. And there's going to be some extra fun stuff in this upcoming show. Oh, I'm very show. excited about it. Very it's really excited. cool. We, yeah, we, we got some work to do on that. And then we also want to remind you that you can um, become a Frangela Patreon. And you know what you get for that? When you go to patreon.com and look up Frangela, you get micro idiots. That's that's right. Those are individual idiots. They're three a week. They're excessively fun. Yes. They're ridiculously fun. Also, we even asked about this. If you want to make a one-time um, tip, donation, gift, we love you, whatever, you can go to frangela.com and there is a donation button. Because yes. like, you can't do that on Patreon. That's right. But um, but you can do that on our website. That's right. And you can go to cameo.com and put in Frangela and you can get a specialty video from Frangela for yourself or a friend. You want to pick me up? You want your kids to go to bed? Tell, let Frangela do it for Birthday you. Birthday wish, whatever you want. Yes. And go to Frangela.com for all your Frangela needs and swag. And catch us on the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show every Friday, whenever we're there. And I'm telling you, it, is the, black, it is the Black Power Hour. It really is. With Stephanie Mills and us. Yes. <laughs> it so is. And also, please check out all the podcasts in the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Please. They are amazing and fun. And you are only cheating you. Next up, Trump signed four executive actions at his Bedminster Golf Club to defer payroll taxes, student loan payments, and evictions through the end of the year. I love the fact that somebody called it slop. Just slop. Because it was bullshit. First of all, the payroll tax fucks with us. Like, that's not, that's not, that's that's fucking with you. You're going to fuck you in taxes, and then it fucks with Social Security. Social Security! It's it's a bullshit throw-in. On top of it, you... This executive decree bullshit, when you think about how much fit they threw, the Republicans, yes. over Obama doing any executive order. This is against, this is a fundamental, go, look, if you don't know, the powers of the presidency are very, are actually quite limited. Every president over history has tried to expand them, and, and there's, and they all have to some extent, but this is a direct violation of the Constitution. Yeah. The powers of the purse belongs squarely Charlie, and only with Congress. The actions the actions to circumvent Congress on coronavirus economic relief also extends to an, that additional $400 per week in unemployment benefits down from the $600 uh, until 2021. States, however, must pick up the tab for, you, you've seen this argument mm-hmm. all for the last couple of days, must pick up the tab for 25% of $100 of the $400 additional benefit each person may receive in weekly financial aid. I think this is very important because number one, the states don't have any money. They've already had to pick up the tab on everything. Exactly. Exactly. Our federal taxes are going to Trump hotels. And what kills me is that we, the regular people who don't have jobs, who are of the 40 million people who are out of work, right? Those people are sitting here going, can we stop arguing and this is my life. This affects me and my, whether my child eats and whether we keep lights on or whether I stay in my home. Can you not do this to me? Tell me what you think of this, though. I completely approve of the Democrats saying no. Absolutely. We are not taking less than 600. Absolutely. No, you are not passing this on to Absolutely. the states. And I believe that anything that they have to do that because you cannot let the Republicans push through this bullshit. The it's idea bullshit. That, that he does this while sitting with people at a country club for God knows how much amount of money to be in the room drinking wine yeah. out of wine glasses. It was so I was like 
Oh my goodness. It's egregious. Let the, do you hear the people saying? Yeah. Like, this is ridiculous. It is the most, it's an aristocracy that's not even remotely trying to hide itself. And that's right. A number of governors have expressed alarm about the setup as states has seen other tax revenues plummet during the pandemic while costs increase. Yeah. And, Nobody's and, employed. That's where you get tax money. Yes. It's, <laughs> like, it, you know... It's like hitting a piñata that's empty. And I think it's so interesting to me that rather than taking the debate about wages where it needs to go, which is when you say people are making more money on $600, that's a problem. What that should show you unequivocally is the minimum wage is bullshit. Yes. I will say it every week. Bishop Barber said it best. It has taken 400 years for black people to get to under $8 an hour. That's right. That is from bullshit. zero. Was it? And I've been trying, I have to go look it up again, but it was just, it was very recently the study that there's not a single city in this country that you can live in on minimum wage yeah. with one job. Yeah. Like that's great. Then it's not a minimum wage. It's a sub minimum wage. And you know, what kills me is if you are a cis white man listening to this and going this is me too this is America mm -hmm. you know if you are listening to two black women and you go wait a minute talk about uh, what the state that America is in right now and you go wait a minute that's me too we're yeah. all in the same yeah, you fucking just bucket 20 some 30 cents more an hour than we do <laughs> you know, you um, know? generally speaking but this is that not if you're not not if you're not employed and and the reality is if it weren't for all of you and your support, especially in the interim before um, we were able to get any unemployment, we'd be screwed. Yep. So that's, but this is the thing, you know, when we look at what they will spend money on, like uh, 200 miles of a shit wall that's already fallen down the, uh, that we don't F need. A new FBI building that they want. That they don't need, which is about Trump hotels, like Trump hotels. Yeah. Like this idea of holding, holding campaign, everything Trump has done for the last week has been a campaign event absolutely it's not the these are not press conferences they're not whatever he tries to call them it is such a hatch act and such a violation of every not just norm but law we have around campaign finance absolutely and you know one of the things we wanted to talk to you guys about we were both watching trump's I don't know what we want to call it. COVID update, what he wants to call it, but it's really it was a campaign. Event. It's a campaign event. Um, and then OANN's reporter um, yeah. sat up there and asked that this question, y'all. I lost my Chanel mind. Chanel Ryan or Ryan, but I'm gonna yes. call her Channel Ryan. Yes. Okay, so you know the yesterday, well, this is Tuesday, and you're listening to us on Wednesday. But on Monday, there was a shooting uh, of someone outside the White House, and the president, during his conference press conference, had to be shuffled out the door and brought back in. But when he was brought back in, his crazy was good and on. It was on, and he went directly to One America News Network channel or Chanel or whatever the bitch's name is. Uh, and I'm it's sorry a to call her that. Outlet. Amy yes. Vanderpool is right. Vanderpool is right. It's a propaganda outlet. It is a propaganda outlet. And goes, uh, and she asked the question. She said, Joe Biden is set to announce his running mate at any time now. Many of your supporters feel that the reason that Obama's former NSA Susan Rice is at the top of Biden's list is so that she can best cover up a lot of the Obamagate surveillance crimes that have taken place during your campaign. What's your opinion? Do you subscribe to that line of thought? I mean, talk about subscribe. A... He made it up. Yes. <laughs> talk about a softball. 
oh, made so, a, a, a oh. meatball over oh. home plate. Let me tell you something. As performers, this could not have looked more rehearsed. Oh. Literally, she stood up with it. He was like, it's your turn now. Oh, yes. Uh, reporter, I don't know. <laughs> and then she went, oh, president, whom I'm just asking a normal question to. Joe Biden is set to uh, like it's the most ridiculous BS you'd ever seen. And he went, he, you know, as he likes to do, went on and on, made a bunch of false assertions and lies. Again, trying to say, oh, the Obama campaign spied on his campaign. Mm-hmm. Not true. He went on to say it was probably treason, which I will say he should know what real treason is because I believe he commits it every, every single fucking day. second of every day so there you go yeah but you know i i just want us all to be aware of the narrative that they are trying to present and set and and set up for themselves they're setting the stage this is worse than wagging the dog they're setting the stage for the narrative Mm -hmm. so that they can then pick it out and i have to also call out that trump has called for his 80 million twitter followers to switch over from fox Fox wasn't good enough to. Uh, no, they asked him some questions once. Chris yeah, to Wallace one America News Network, and that was not right. That that when I thought when we thought that Fox was as bad as you could get, that you couldn't mm-hmm. get any worse than Fox. No, we got yeah, these can. fuckers. No, they're they're not even. I don't even know what they are. A propaganda outlet is even too good. I would say they're too just. High. It's like putting a mic up to Trump's asshole. Yeah, like that's basically what they are. Yes. Yeah, and it's it's crazy. It's wrong. They shouldn't even be allowed in the press corps. Um, but it's but the thing is that we I do believe you know, here's the deal. Before we get started on this, part of me is going to, this is the thing. We all know what they're going to do. I am of the belief that there may be people who aren't aware of who, who don't really know who Kamala Harris is. Mm-hmm. There may be people who aren't sure, who don't feel a lot of things yet about Biden or her. But I don't believe there's anybody in this country that know, doesn't know what they're doing. They're either at this moment, maybe they think they're not voting, but they, I don't think there's anybody who's out there like, well, I'm still, I'm checking out these candidates. Who is it? Trump and who? Like, I don't think that's happening. And so I think we have to stop our are panicking Mm -hmm. around the potential arguments we know what they are they're fucked up and wrong and lies we don't have to be swayed by them and we don't have to get caught up in their mischief that's right the only thing i am concerned about the thing i'm most concerned about is what they did with hillary uh to youth vote black young black vote last uh last time which is disengage these people sit there and i'm not worried about it yeah um, yeah, well, they, they don't ever vote. I would like to see them vote. Yes. I would like to see them show up and vote because disengage. Yeah, they were at, they, they looked more active when it came down to it. They didn't go out and vote. You're absolutely and, right. And that is my problem is that that those numbers aren't haven't been changing. So if you are a young, younger voter, whatever that age group is, apparently we're not in it anymore. But whatever age group it is and, and you, you know, any they just need to show up and actually stop talking about this perceived power and show it to us. Yeah. Vote. That is, as the late and amazing, wonderful, huge hero John Lewis said, that is our greatest weapon, yes. inter- nonviolent weapon. Show up and show us what that youth vote means. Yes. Angela, did you know that there are many paths to finding your family history? Oh, yes. And whichever way you choose, tracing your family generations back with a family tree or uncovering your ethnicity with ancestry DNA, it's easy to get started with ancestry. Let me tell you something. Family stories sometimes turn out to be just that family stories yes and an ancestry dna test tells you where your ancestors are from and ancestry's billions of records and millions of family trees let you discover their personal stories researching your history is a fun activity for the whole family it really is. yeah my family does it 
all the time. And the stories you learn about your shared past can bring you closer together. That's right. Ancestry DNA doesn't just tell you which countries you're from, but also can pinpoint the specific regions within them, giving you insightful geographic detail about your history. Trace the past of your recent ancestors and learn how and why your family moved from place to place around the world. No other DNA test delivers such a unique interactive experience. That's right. It's easy to start making discoveries with Ancestry. Grab an Ancestry DNA kit and start a free trial to amplify your discoveries with Ancestry's billions of records. Start exploring your family story today. Head to our URL at Ancestry.com liberal to get your Ancestry DNA kit and start your free trial. That's Ancestry.com liberal. Yeah. It's lots of fun. Do it. I'm 54%. European and 25% Ashkenazi Jewish. Yes, you are. Don't you just love getting together with people you love over the summer, I Angela? Do. There's nothing quite like a backyard barbecue, talking about the good old days over a hot dog and grandma's potato salad. This summer, give everyone something new to talk about and show up to your barbecue looking 10 years younger, even that, from your socially distanced area. Yes, and we did say, you heard us right, we said 10 years younger, mm -hmm. looking like it. And you can show everyone your your new you by using Plexiderm. That's right, Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates your wrinkles, fine lines, and under eye bags, and it works in less than 10 minutes. The results last for hours, long after everyone's finished off the watermelon and the fruit salad. Plexiderm Plexiderm even works on laugh lines, number 11s, and crow's feet. Girl, I got those for days. Take up to 10 years off your appearance this summer in less than 10 minutes with Plexiderm. You can try a six-application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit TryPlexiderm.com or call 800-685-1292 and say code VOICES. This order also comes with free shipping and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under-eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. Visit TryPlexiderm.com or call 800-685-1292 and say code VOICES at checkout. You will be happy. Y'all gonna look good. So, uh, yes. All right. So, also, the House will not hold any floor votes until September 14th unless a deal on a coronavirus stimulus package is reached. And we were talking about that. We mentioned that earlier to, uh, mm -hmm. in, in this podcast. And I think that that's very important. Yeah, and I guess uh, House Majority Leader Steny um, Hoyer announced that members will remain on 24-hour notice to return to Washington in case a deal is reached. Uh, this is the thing. I think this is a really good time for you to use that number, 202-224-3121, I believe. Mm -hmm. Did I say it right? Um, yes, uh, and call your call your senators, call your representatives. That's the general switchboard line, and let them know you need that deal. Yes, you do. You need that 600. Yeah, yo, 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 600. Yo, 100. And actually, it needs to be more than that, but 600, and get that another stimulus payment out to people. Yes. That's what's keeping what there is of the economy going. That's right, and that's everybody has said it. Everyone has said it. I also want to circle back to this number that has been floating around. At least 97,000 children have been in the United States tested uh, positive for COVID-19 during the last two weeks of July. All right. That's a 40 percent increase in COVID-19 cases in children. What I thought I was telling Angela, I was talking to Angela about there was this one uh, physician on uh, CNN last night talking about the simil similarities between COVID and the common cold and influenza, which we all understand that they are contracted by being airborne. And one of the biggest purveyors 
the biggest purveyor of common cold and influenza are children. Yeah. Children. Dirty petri dishes with love, they're adorable and they're our future, but they're dirty petri dish futures. So what we're going to do is send back, the goal is to send back children. I don't care what environment. I don't care how low the infection rate is. We're going to put every child back into school. The goal is put them while, while infection rates are very high, put them back in school so that they can become infected by each other, mm-hmm. infect the teachers, then go home, infect their parents who won't know that they're infected. That's right. Who go to work and infect their coworkers who then go home and infect their families. Let me, let me get this right. What's really frustrating and has been, and we've said it we've been saying it and saying it is schools aren't just places we dump off children they are run and monitored by adults those are non-children and they get sick and this thing children get sick too i find it disgusting the way that the media and everyone lets trump get away with saying that there's an acceptable amount of illness and death because the reality is if obama or any other president said you know what very few kids are going to die. Like, nobody would be okay and with that. And they don't that. get that sick. It's nobody very low. would be okay with it. And, yeah. and, like, it's like, but we can prevent it. So why wouldn't we? And the reality is that some kids will die. And the reality is that some kids will get very sick. And then this is the part that I really have never understood about this logic. The kids come home. They're sick. And then they think their parents can go to work. Somebody got to watch the sick kid. Yeah. So that means that they have you've you've just the whole getting people back to work you've thing and also it. the jobs are gone. This is what I don't understand people this this lie that people are refusing work. There is no work. There is no place to go. Yeah, there's there's no restaurant sitting around going, "Man, we, we could open to hire. We could if we could only open if we could get some waiters, wait staff." Yeah, and the fact that the people the few people that've gotten to say that bullshit, we're not allowed to care about our health yeah. because they have to go into work and whether or not they have comorbidities or whether or not they're high risk, they have families and lives too. We all have families and lives, and it's not the idea that I don't get to decide that I don't want to kill myself or anyone in my community like but rich people can but they can sit up with their wine glasses and their casual outdoor you know their casual golfing outfits at a club all men like it couldn't have been more disgusting it was one woman I, I didn't even see her she was in the back well, was, are you sure she wasn't serving? Mm. So I'm <laughs> yeah. just saying. Yeah. It's just, so this is the thing. It's, this whole discussion is, not only has it been premature, I have found the whole thing offensive. Yes, I completely agree. Uh, this also caught our eye. This 2020 nightmare scenario of this, our elections. You know, I thought that this was really interesting. Talking about that we're going to potentially have not, you know, remember how Florida was in 2000. They're discussing that many states could be Florida. We could have many Floridas come this election. And that's something to be aware of. Well, they're trying to do this thing now too with the new, the postmaster, the Friday night massacre of the post office where the, as we said last week, or we said on Stephanie Miller, I believe, I don't, should Postmaster General be a political appointee? Yeah. Because it's absolutely, this is an institution that was around before this country mm-hmm. that has been able to operate during world wars. And somehow in the past three weeks, they have dismantled it. Friday to the point where massacre. we are not getting our medications, we are not getting our packages. And this is, it, it, it's, they don't, this is how determined they are to steal. They are destroying destroying the post office and here's the deal we have to get on this because they're now talking about having the states have to cover the cost of the postage which for is the bullshit. boats fuck you 
Fuck you. Bullshit. Why do we have, this is the thing. It's states' rights when they don't want to pay for it, and it's federal when it's California saying we don't want emissions, yeah, exactly. this, or we don't want exactly. drilling here. We don't want, so, you know, the inconsistency and hypocrisy is obvious, but this is the thing. That's one, one of the reasons I'm extremely excited about um, Kamala Harris being the VP pick uh, for the nomination is we need to be active. Just voting, your vote isn't enough. We need to make sure that young people vote. We need mm-hmm. to make sure that that um, working class, low income people vote because that vote is is as we're going to talk about in resistance wrap up is really important. It's vital and and can be the game changer. If we all vote, they can't stealing it becomes impossible that's right if everybody's out there and here's the deal get ready get your mask get your protective gear because we may have to wait in line that's right and and, and inside we may have to do it we have to be willing to to do it i got to that place yesterday i got to that place i was like oh fuck i'm gonna have to go out the door we're gonna i'm gonna have to pull tom ready wrap him up in some bubble wrap and take and take his ass out i think we're gonna vote by mail but if we have to we're going in and we're going to if you can in any way help somebody vote um who needs to go in or does it whatever whether it's giving them masks or 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 whatever we can do gloves whatever we can do we have got to get everybody out and and i i really need you to journal your negative feelings about it yeah for me could you just could you just do that and that is our final word thank you now it's time for emails emails time to go get your email Thank you for writing us at frangela08 at gmail.com and for sending us idiots at idiot of the week, week, week at gmail.com. First up, this is from Daphne R. Thank you very much. She It's titled uh, Up Yours, Ladies, with a <laughs> funny face. Hey, my black up. I got this weak-ass stimulus check from our junkie president. Yeah. And I could not think of a better way to use some of it than to support my favorite comedy duo. Mm, but ladies, okay. can you up your Patreon levels? I mean, is there a, a Fanatics Power Hour secret Dakota Ring level I want it? <laughs> Or maybe I don't speak Patreon and it exists. Anyway, please tell me how I can do more. I need you guys out here to keep me sane. On a separate note, how does a chronically shy person ask for Twitter followers? That's how you just did it. Uh, Asking for a friend. Love you too. Wash those mitts and stay safe. You're forever black up, Daphne. Thank you, you Daphne. Daphne. Girl, thank you. you. How that tickled us. It was lovely. This is uh, Idiot of the Week uh, Penis Festival. Ooh. This is, if you're not listening to Mike Radio, it's like, I got to tell you. Uh, this is from Rain, our friend Rain. We love you. He wrote, okay, I'm catching up on the Micro Idiots. And oh my God, I've been to that festival in Japan. <laughs> I just happened to be in the area. Mm-hmm. Just happened to be happened in the to area. Happened to be in the mm-hmm. area. Rain, you know yeah. you bought that ticket mm-hmm. for the, pe- you know you double check those dates. <laughs> Double check those days. That's my plane land. It needs to land right, right before the, it starts. I don't want to miss. Festival. I don't want to miss the opening penis festival. <laughs> I don't want to miss that. And my uh, my best friend at the time they uh, wanted to go. I just happened to be the area. It was actually kind of fun with the parade, and there were so many penis shaped cat candies and swag. I don't think I have any of that left over. LOL. And yes. I bowed at the shrine. Hilarious. And while the memories that brought up for me, you should go and no need to worry about your lady times. It'll be safe. I actually, I didn't feel at all. Like I was like, no. that sounds like it'd be safe to me. Yeah, me too. Me like, too. It's like, what you going to do? Yeah. What else you got there? And then uh, this is from Jeffrey B. Um, this is about, he's a Patreon friend and we, we sent him some videos. He said, Frangela, thank you for both of these videos. They're funny, uplifting and wonderful. Thank you for all you do. We all need more laughter in this world. Jeffrey and thank you so much. Thank you, Jeffrey. And now it's time for resistance wrap up. 
is where we give you an actionable item, something you can do out here in the world. Now, we've talked about the Poor People's Campaign before, and we even um, some time ago talked to our good friend Kelly House, who's um, mm-hmm. an active uh, member of the Poor People's Campaign. It's the uh, Reverend Bishop Dr. Uh, William Barber's uh, organization. It's really a continuation of Dr. King's yes. group, the, uh, the Poor People's Campaign. And it's about, if you go to the Poor People's Campaign, they have this really great interactive site and a report that you should check out. It's about the voting potential of low-income Americans. But they have a a tool, a map, where you can go on and you can see what they're talking about. So this is a very targeted campaign. Um, So, for example, they said in the 2016 presidential election, there were 138 million voters out of 225 million eligible voters. 29 million of these voters were poor or low-income, and there were an additional 34 million poor or low-income people who were eligible but who did not vote. Yeah, low-income people vote about 20 percentage points lower than higher-income voters. We've got to change that, y'all, yes. okay? Yes, we've got to make voting easier, all those things. We've got to get make it a holiday, all of that. But in lieu of that... Um, we voting by mail generally represents, I guess, a quarter of all votes cast. But voting by mail is increasingly common across personal characteristics and income status and has been strongly bipartisan in state implementation, as we know, is right now under attack. So here's the deal. If you go on the interactive map, you can see all the states where the, you, it can make a real difference. So um, on the map, they have like these states in like dark orange. And those highlighted states are states where if the voting rates of the low-income population were to match the voting rates of those with higher incomes, these additional low-income voters would match or exceed the election margins of victory in the 2016 presidential election or the 2006-2018 midterm elections. So I understand what we're saying is that this if we could just get that margin of votes up, that's the win. Yes. And if this is one of your states, you can already, you can identify work or things you can do. Yes. In, within, these, communities. in these communities. That we're talking about Montana, Nevada, um, Alaska, Arizona, New Mexico, Colorado, Texas, Minnesota, Wisconsin, yeah. Missouri, Illinois, Michigan, Ohio, Ohio, West Virginia, Virginia, North Carolina, Georgia, Florida, you know, Kentucky, Tennessee. Yeah, it's there's a ton of states here. There's about New 25 Hampshire, states Maine. here. These so, are really important things. And so and, and that's, you know, in other states, obviously, too. But we this is something you can do. And, and both by, I think, donating to this organization, but also go in there and look at what they do and look at if there's a cha- a local chapter and look at getting involved because yes. they, they do important work and we need everyone involved. Yes, yes. And it will make you feel good. If you're it not really feel, does. If you're not feeling particularly great right now. This will help. This will I'm help. Telling I you, I, I'm not kidding. It will. Every time you will we... feel engaged and excited and you will not be as depressed. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it will put some power into your hands and into yes. your veins as we go into these next you know couple of months here where we have got to gird our fucking loins that's right <laughs> okay i'm francis Callier. i'm angela v shelton we are francis thank you so much for listening to the, the final word and thank you to our amazing production team gail and laura Angela, did you know that a large percentage of the face masks sold on the market today are fraudulent? Come on. Yeah, many of them claim to have levels of filtration they don't meet or worse, have virtually no filtration at all. That's right. A very small number of manufacturers have respirator face mask models that are tested in the U.S. by the NPPTL and authorized by the FDA. Buying a mask model that has been FDA authorized is the best way to ensure you and your family are getting a true respirator mask. These masks filter to greater than 95% efficiency and can be reworn, making them a perfect choice as 
wearing masks is one of the key things we can do to keep ourselves and our neighbors safe. Right now, the NewDealShop.com has FDA-authorized KN95 respirator masks with anti-fake stickers on every single package. These respirator masks are in stock in the U.S. and ship immediately for free for our listeners by adding the code SEXYLIBERAL. You can even get 10% off the clean phone UV sanitizer just by buying these FDA authorized masks. That's right. Go to the NewDealShop.com now and get verified, authenticated, FDA authorized KN95 masks shipped immediately to your home or business. That's the NewDealShop.com. The NewDealShop.com. Today, we discuss Miro. Listen, when it comes to running client workshops, the dream, of course, is to get those creative juices flowing, right? But typically what ends up happening is thousands of hours get wasted because of poorly facilitated meetings. So I have Maya with me today. She's a consultant who runs Fortune 100 workshops from leadership training to team building, and she has the insider tip on what makes things work. Maya? Thank you, Jason. I've been doing this a long time. My number one tip is to bring everyone into that visual collaboration platform. So personally, I use Miro and it's completely changed how I interact with the room. You have to give people a way to feel like they're in the room, even when they're not. That's something you can do easily in Miro. Otherwise, they've seen the same slides and format a thousand times. Falling asleep, eyes glazing over, yawns, all that. Exactly. When people follow me on the Miro board, everyone is literally going on a journey with me. We're adding thoughts, we're reacting, and we're voting for the best ideas. It's great. Connective magic. I like it. That's M-I-R-O dot com. 